Earth, you sad, pathetic winker. Welcome to Say Shoppo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. How are you? Why do you ask me these terrible questions? English politeness, I suppose. I mean, you reckon? You could, right. You could just right. lie. I think, I think I want to know what ages of rock do you live in? I live in the Holocene. And what was 10,000 years before the Holocene? What was there? Um, the Pliocene. No, no, the Pleistocene. Yes. Then it was the Pliocene. And then it's not yours. It was the Miocene. Then the Eocene. No, no, no. No, the Oligocene. Like Putin. Yeah. Then the, then the Eocene. Um, yeah. Then the, 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 the Paleocene. Then it yeah. was Cretaceous. Yeah. Jurassic Triassic. Yes. Yes. And then Alan Davis's hair. Permian. Yeah. Then it was Philadelphian Mississippian. No! Pennsylvanian, for God's sake. Pennsylvanian, sorry. Pennsylvanian yeah. Mississippian, which uh, are two that go together and become the Carboniferous. Yes. Uh, before the Mississippian, it was the Devonian. Yeah, and Doctor Who. Then it was Silurian. Then yeah. it was Horodervian. Ordovician. Ordovician. Then it... Ordovician. Without, there's no whore. There's no whores in this, Simon. It's just rock. Okay. And then it then it was um, Cambrian. Yeah. Then... That's the first the first ever Zoe. Potozoic. Then at whatever archway one is. Archian. Uh, yes, because that's... It's called after the arches, because that's when time started, when the arches started to Radio 4. Izzy is very is proud cool. that she has taught me all of the epochs. Yeah, I'm very proud. I'm not very good at it. I need prompts, as you can hear. So it, it's not. Well, that I'm I think I really think the prompts it, make it fun. Some... Otherwise, it's just you listing them. But you know, the Holocene is Rimmer because you're a smeghead. Yeah. Because it's a hologram. The Pleistocene is Morph because he's made of plasticine. Yeah. The Pliocene is Wood yeah. because you know Wood. The it's not Eurocene. It's Miocene. <laughs> It's got Putin's oligarch, so that's the oligocene. You've got the old MacDonald had a farm, the Eocene. You've got the diet, the paleo diet, man. So that's um, like, you know, no no grain, right? Uh, yeah. So that's a paleocene. Then you've got, obviously, Cretaceous, Jurassic, Triassic. And you know the Mesozoic period because you know your dinosaurs. You don't even need to revise that. You just know. Then you've got Alan Davis's hair because he has a perm, so it's the Permian. Then you've got the Pennsylvanian and Mississippian, which go together to form the Carboniferous. Then you've got cream teas. Devonian. Then you've got Doctor Who, because the Silurians are from that period of Earth, the Silurians. Then you've got hors d'oeuvres for the vicar, so it's the order of Vician. Uh. Then you've got cheese, which is Camembert, which is Cambrian. And then you've got the first ever Zoe, the Protozoic. And then you've got the Archers, which is the Archian. Which is all really useful for this podcast, where we work out yeah. the opposite of things, obviously. We're not doing the opposite of all 19 or so of those things, don't worry. Simon in return is going to teach me all of the episodes of Last of the Summer Wine and so far the only ones I can remember are Enter the Finger and The Glory Hole which to be fair are the only two I can remember as well so you know we're doing because all right they're called Enter the Finger and The Glory Hole those are two separate episodes by the way I should point out yes they, they are two separate episodes because entering the finger into the glory hole would be you just end up sucking your thumb well I, yeah I mean are you gonna, which side of the glory hole are you entering the finger from 
I mean, straight into the penis, is that Well, straight into the penis, exactly. That, there we go, a reference to a pirate thing on Netflix where Izzy said straight into the penis directly to camera. Uh- <laughs> so proud, so proud of myself. So proud. So Molly wants to know, what is the opposite of an ambulance? An ambulance. Yeah, so ambulance, the word comes from sort of ambulatory meaning or ambulaire, meaning to move or walk about. And an ambulance initially meant just a mobile hospital that followed an army. It's come to mean a van with a gurney in it. <laughs> or a stretcher, I should say. That's Gurney's a very American word. But I've been watching Third Watch, so they call them gurneys. Get gurney! Fetch a gurney! Yeah, gurney doesn't sound like anything medical, does it? It sounds like something you might eat. Sounds like a town called Farrington Gurney, which yeah. I think is actually a town. So is it nice? Also, sounds like a, like a 1950s sitcom. The 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 humorous adventures of Farrington Gurney. Well, I mean, the ambulance in America, IA. Do they have the ambulance written backwards on the ambulance? Echolum, like Echolum. Oh, is it Echolumba? I, I don't know. Actually, that's uh, an, an interesting question. I, I I'll try and find an American ambulance. It's got to end in a man, not a bat. Echolum, yeah, you're right, yeah. Echolumma, in it. Um, Belgium don't. They have it the right way round. So you, I mean, it's the sirens really that give it away. You're not gonna go. Oh, there's a siren behind me. Check. Oh, it's an ambulance. I won't move. You're just gonna move whatever this siren is. Surely. Well, some people don't. When I was a bit younger, like 11, 12, someone down the road bought an ambulance as their first car. Not like a a small ambulance, like a proper full-size ambulance. And the police had to come round every couple of weeks to check that the siren was still disconnected. Weird. I think you live in a 70s sitcom, Simon. Well, I I always wonder what happened to those red and white tents that used to go up round roadworks. They don't exist anymore. I quite like those. Like imagining builders inside them drinking tea. You mean like the stripy ones? Yeah, yeah. I think they were barbers. The red and white stripes mean they're barbers. <laughs> it may have been barbers, that's true. So what is the opposite of an ambulance? Uh, a vehicle used to take you to a hospital. Well, I think um, in many ways it should be like a... Would it be a motorbike? Could be a hearse. Um, yeah, but a hearse takes you from the yeah, takes you from the hospital. And it, it? it yeah, and it's not like trying to save your life at that point. That's why they go really slow. It's a bit sarcastic, really. So you've got a, a, a really fast, loud ambulance taking you to the hospital, and then oh, we'll just wander off slowly, quietly with your dead body. There's no rush. I don't know why that's that voice, but well, apparently it's not going to be like, hey, I'm a hearse. Nice to meet you. Why are you looking so sad? So now we're getting autonomous cars. They're going to have to talk to us, aren't they? No. Where would no, you, you like you to go want... today? No, they don't have to talk to you. You can just press a button. I think they're going to talk to us, autonomous cars. It's going to be like they're not have any friends. from the Knight Rider they're series. They're not going to have any friends. And they should get that man who did Kit's voice. Not not Val Kilmer in the, in the remake, but the man who was also the man behind the fence in Home Improvement, I believe is the voice of Kit. I, I might well be wrong. What am I talking about, Izzy? The opposite... Yes, a hearse. That's what we're doing, isn't it? So, yes, Molly, the opposite of an ambulance is a hearse. Now, Heidi wants to know, which is interesting because this is a similar word, but it's a very different thing. What is the opposite of an avalanche? Oh, they're nasty. Yeah, they're scary things, aren't they, avalanches? 
Have you ever seen an avalanche in person? No, have you? No. I've never been near a, a mountain with snow on it, I don't think. What? I don't think I've ever been near a mountain with snow on it. I, I, okay. I don't know how else to say that. I've, I've never been skiing. No, well, no, but I mean, have you never like gone to like south of France, Italy, Austria, I've Germany, been to exactly three Snowdonia. foreign countries, Is it? Oh, which were they? France. America. Germany and New York, which I can't even claim it was America. Is... I went to Manhattan, in fact. So I don't think I, I think I drove through Belgium on the way to Germany. Yeah, Belgium is not very mountainous. No, <laughs> no, it's famously not. not mountainous. We, we may have skirted through another country on the way to Germany. I'd have to look at my route, but yeah, no, I, I've never been near a mountain. Oh. I mean, it really would be if Gandalf turned up at your door. It really would be taking you out of the shower and making you go up like the Alps or something. It's I'd be an excellent hobbit on a quest. I mean, you wouldn't I would. because you're lazy. Exactly. That's why I'd be an excellent hobbit on a quest. It would be a a, a, a good story arc, a character arc for me. No, I don't think it would be a character arc. I think you'd stay the same. <laughs> It would start badly and it would end badly. I don't think you'd suddenly get to the mountain and be like, oh, this is great. You, your sister's climbs Mount Kilimanjaro and yet you've never seen a snow-capped mountain. That's weird. Well, I'm not my sister. I'm sorry this to break true. that to you, but... <laughs> I don't, I don't experience life through my sister's eyes. It's nature eyes. and nurture. It's nature and nurture, Simon. You'd expect somebody, you know, with your background, which he has, to be a mountain person. Talking of mountains and backgrounds, there is a tribe somewhere, and I don't know where, so this is <laughs> a really good fact, but they, they, oh, they talk about direction based on where a mountain is. So it's away from the mountain to the left of the mountain, and it's based on if they've got their back to the mountain that overlooks their village it's pretty cool isn't it well, it's logical yeah makes perfect sense until you then don't live in the village or you can't see the mountain anymore well i mean if you're right next to a mountain i can't imagine you can't ever not see the mountain well it's called taking like a trip oh I see what you mean right yeah, yeah. Well, when you're not in the village anymore that, it's sort of that in the venn diagram of things that would be a trip so okay so an avalanche is a falling snow or ice could be both could be it could be all in one it could be like snow itself it has to have ice i think because the nature of the avalanche is that the uh, you get snowfall and it's powdery snow then in the top of it melts and so you've got a sheet of ice on top right. and then more snow falls and so the snow powder snow on top is on top of the slidey ice and that makes a weakness in that layer of snow so that if a loud thing happens a vibration once that top slow slips on that ice it'll take all of the snow with it does that make sense yes it does make total sense but there are different types of avalanche they may there all be are. caused by the same thing slab avalanches powder snow avalanches wet snow avalanches and ice avalanches yeah. also they have avalanches on mars we have witnessed these with our satellite type things what was it um and is this water um it probably more of a, a rock slide i would have yeah because landslide i'd have called it rather than a avalanche i mean avalanche i do tend to think of as you know water snow 
ice. All all I can see is is two pictures next to each other proving that there was an avalanche. It doesn't explain what the avalanche was. It's on Mars, so it's from a, a different planet. So they might have a different definition of an avalanche on Mars. We got different definitions. Um, I can't remember the one, the name of it. When you get one underwater, oh. you get. LA is doomed because they've got a massive overhang in 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 the bay that they're in. Right. So when that overhang in a you know it's not like they're on a massive San Andreas fault or anything, but um you know if that breaks off, it's going to slide down into the bay, and when it slides down into the bay, all the water is going to go with it, and then it's going to come back. Oh God. Which yeah. is very scary, but the, it won't happen. It might not happen it'll for be centuries. Fine. fine. Yeah. But it could happen at any moment. Yeah, that'll be, it'll be Why fine. Why are you living in LA? You what is the opposite people? of literally the, the ground falling out from beneath you? Well, I suppose that would more be like a, a, a sinkhole, that's, that's wouldn't it? Ground, that, that's land, that's landslide. Or, yeah. Um, what is the opposite of getting buried alive in snow? What's it called when the two plates push together and form a mountain? So, so if it if one slips under the other, that's subliminal or sub-something. I can't remember. Miocene? Pliocene. <laughs> But is it is it whatever that is? No. Okay. So the opposite of being buried alive in snow would be swimming in the air. Oh, I know what it is. Do you know Banana Man, the cartoon? I am aware of Banana Man. God, this has been really sort of late 80s, early 90s <laughs> references. <laughs> One reference? No, no, no. So, I mean, you went on about, you know, the barbershops at the side of roads. That was the 70s. So Banana Man, when he flies, he swims. He does a swimming motion. I reckon it's Banana Man right. flying. Okay. But <laughs> well, unless you can come up with something better. I mean, I would suggest that it's something where nothing ever moves and it stayed the same forever. That doesn't exist though, does it? Well, I think, you know, have you ever been to somewhere like, I don't know, Oxford? Yeah, but you say that, but you look you like all of Oxford, right, at some point has been new to Oxford. No, no, it's been there. Forever. No, it has. No, no, no. In 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 the Triassic period, that there, there wasn't a St Jude's College. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I go with Banana Man flying. Heidi, the opposite of an avalanche is Banana Man flying. Now, Jason wants to know, what is the opposite of a dashboard? So a dashboard is the information that you get in your car. Is it in other things as well? Do you know where the word dashboard actually derived from? So, you know horses in carts? Do you know that, like, straight-up footplate at the front of them? No. There's, like, a footplate, and it's there, and it's there to stop the wheels chucking up what was called dash or dashing things into your face it was just a protective board that stopped slurry and mud going up into you from the wheels Mm -hmm. and that was a dashboard and when they first did cars they used the same thing initially near the front to stop that but they moved it back when they changed where the engine was to keep as a barrier from the heat of the engine so what what i'm hearing simon is you want to talk about women's mud wrestling <laughs> no no that's interest in that whatsoever is because it? that's obviously the opposite of a dashboard is women's mud wrestling so there's no information departed and you don't get covered in gunk so yeah. i think that you're a complete you know sexist perv does it have to be women's mud wrestling? Can't it just be mud is there wrestling? A men's re- is there a men's mud wrestling? Well, there must be, wasn't there? I mean, okay. I, I'm not. Is, have you ever I'm heard? I'm not going to Google mud men's... wrestling, is he? You can't. I think make you could me. Google naked male mud wrestling. 
No, I, I'm I, really I have no interest in that. So yes, Jason, we very quickly worked out the opposite of a dashboard is women's mud wrestling. Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of an ambulance is a hearse, that the opposite of an avalanche is banana man flying, and that the opposite of a dashboard is women's mud wrestling. You may plug your other podcasts. So next week on the 12th of October, we've got Terrible Lizards starting again. So if you want to know about your ages of rock, uh, that is what you need to uh, uh, tune rock. into. You'll learn all sorts of... No, no, different rock. Ah. Rock, not rock. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that will be starting on the 12th of October. Uh, please do pre-order Blackbeard's Treasure. It's out in um, January, but please do pre-order now. Um, that would be amazing if you did that, because then uh, people might see it more. It's and an excellent it. book, and, and you should definitely buy it. Yeah, no, Simon's, Simon's actually read it. I have so, read it, yeah. yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. And he read it with all, he read it with all the spelling mistakes still in it. Yeah. And, and it's out still now. excellent. It's yeah. But talking of books... Yeah, I have a book out. Don't I? Yeah, Ooh. it's called. It's about the sitcom Bottom, which was how we opened the podcast with a, a, a reference to Bottom, and it's called because I'm a child. It's called Proctology, a Bottom Examination, and it's all about the sitcom Bottom, and it's really intellectual and incisive. Who's in the sitcom Bottom, Simon? Who's in it? Mm. Rick Mail and Adrian Edmondson and Christopher go. Ryan's in it and Julie Swaller's in it and Lee Corns and Mark Williams. I just wanted people who are fans of them who might not have seen that. They might have heard of Rick Mail and seen him in things like Blackadder might not realise about him. Well, if you're a fan of Helen Lederer, she's in two episodes of it. So Amazing. Uh, there we go. So, yeah, buy that. It's on Amazon. Proctology, a bottom examination. That will not affect your search algorithms at all on Amazon. So... We will be back uh, in in due fourthness with more opposites of opposites because that is what we do. Goodbye. Hello. (laughs) 